ago during standing in the gap prayer, during Zoom prayer. And I'm gonna, I want to share it with you because this was the day that the Lord said, bring this word and I want to bring it to you. And I want to start with prayer. Let me just say uh, this word is going to be a struggle to come out the right way, but I'm, I'm going to pray the Holy Spirit open our ears to receive it. Father, in the name of Jesus right here, may the Holy Spirit enlighten and illumine and inspire us to receive what you want to say in this message today. May it change us. May it revolutionize us, Lord. May it set us up for victories like we've never known before. And we open our spiritual ears to hear and to receive this word right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. <clears throat> I want to start by reading from the little, little, little book, smallest book in all of the Bible, the little book of Jude, the prophet Jude, one chapter only in this book, and verse 3 is where I want to read. Dear friends, although I was very eager to write to you about the salvation we share, I felt compelled to write and urge you to contend for the faith. To contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to God's holy people. The title of my message today is Contending for the Faith. Contending for the Faith. For a long time, and especially in the American church, I mean, obviously we've spoken of faith, we've prayed the faith, we've sung the faith. We've shared the faith, but I believe we've entered a time in the body of Christ, in this nation, and around the world where we must begin to contend for the faith. And contend means this, to struggle. To struggle. The prophet Jude just said, I'm compelled. That's a strong word. I'm compelled to write this to you, and I'm compelled to urge you in this hour to contend for the faith. <clears throat> I believe the saints of God are rising. We are rising across this land and around the world finally into an exceeding great end time army in this hour. And I hear the Lord saying that those victories that were once easily received, we will now find ourselves contending for struggling over, wrestling over. And I'm going to lay a strong foundation under this word because this is not a message that is new. It's not a message that appears once or twice in Scripture. It is a message from Genesis to Revelation for, for the contending of the faith. It's been easy to practice faith in America, but it's easy no more. Speaking the truth used to be real easy. But now we find ourselves contending for the truth. The prophet Jude may be considered a minor prophet, but he has a major word that he is speaking in our, to us, each and every one of us today. And I hear him saying, contend. We are in a season and a time and an hour where we have to contend for the faith. I believe we've entered the final stage of the final age just before the rapture of the church and the return of Christ. I don't believe we are any longer in the final days. I believe we are in the final hours before Jesus comes again. And I don't know about you, but I was told growing up that 
if it's, if it's worth something to you, it's worth fighting for. If it has true value to you, it's worth contending for. Being healthy in America was easy for a long, long time. Now we find ourselves contending to stay healthy. Or for some, contending to get our health back. Provision was easy for a long, long time. Now we find ourselves contending for provision. <clears throat> Walking in joy was real easy, but now we're contending to maintain our joy. But let me tell you something, if the joy of the Lord is valuable to you, it is truly worth it. If it's truly worth it to you, then you'll contend to keep it. Like I said Thursday night, two weeks ago in our Zoom prayer meeting, record, a record attendance connected to that meeting. And that is a sign when people are finally ready to pray, hello, finally ready to set aside some time and intercede with their brothers and sisters, then the Spirit of God is up to something. In the last few weeks in that Zoom meeting, if you're not in that, you better get in it today. You better join that group today and be a part of that standing in the gap prayer meeting. I'm here to tell you today, the devil is after every blessing of God in your life. He's after every promise God has ever made to you, and he will stop at nothing to steal, kill, and destroy. He's going after those things that have been secured in your faith for a long time. Nothing can be taken for granted anymore. Nothing can be discounted any longer. Nothing can be presumed any longer. If God has given it to you, the devil is after it. And he'll stop at nothing to get it from you. And the only way to hold fast onto every promise and every blessing in this hour is to contend for them, to wrestle over them, if you will. I said a few weeks ago that we've all shared in a common contending We've been wrestling a common enemy, a common evil with this virus, with this COVID uh, virus stuff. We've all sharing in the same battle, if you will. And when that victory comes, it's going to be a victory unlike anything we've ever known. As a people of God, as a congregation, as the saints and the children of God, it's going to be a level of victory and breakthrough like we've never known before because rarely have we ever had to wrestle and contend against the same enemy as we have with this COVID thing. Now, I want to I build this foundation. I don't know how far I'll go today, but we'll continue on next week if we need to. I I want to lay a good, strong foundation. Ephesians chapter 6, when, I, when God spoke that word in my spirit, contending, man, every scripture then he started taking me to took on a fresh new meaning for me. Ephesians 6, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Hmm. Put on the whole armor of God that we may be, may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not. Now wrestle there. I'm going to break that out for you. There's several definitions. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. But look at this. Against principalities. Against powers. Against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. This is not new. This is not a new word. This is not a new message. 
This, this message of wrestling and warring and contending runs all through Scripture. But folks, when you've had it easy for a long, long, long time, I mean, the Holy Spirit just dropped that thing to tell the people, don't get used to me. Don't get used to things being easy, available, comfortable, and convenient. Those days are gone for us as a people. My friend, we didn't used to have to war to have worship. We have to war to have worship. People continually question, are we staying open? Are you still having two services? Are we still going to be meeting? Are you wearing masks again? Or what are you doing? Shouldn't we stop coming together? Should the Omicron, we're having to war to continue to have worship. And we've never had that happen in the history of the church in America, ever. There's a contending that is required to break through and to press through, wrestle. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but believe you me, we truly are wrestling and contending in this hour. Three-part definition for wrestle as it's used there, to grapple. Now, grapple is not a word we use every day in everyday language. So let me, let me define grapple. If you ever grew up in high school or college wrestling, you will have heard the word grapple. Grapple means the act of gripping or seizing as in wrestling. For we wrestle, we're gripping, we're grappling, we're seizing. Second definition, to fight another by holding, throwing, etc. The third definition of wrestle, to contend as in a struggle for mastery. Contend to struggle in opposition, in rivalry or battle. We are contending for the faith. Jude said, I urge you in this hour. I'm compelled to urge you. Contend for the faith that was handed down to you and entrusted to you by, the, by God himself. Contend for the faith. And my friend, there are a lot of people that unfortunately you don't see them anymore. They're not connected at all. They've walked away. The battle heated up. They refused to get on the armor and start wrestling and contending to remain in victory, to remain and, and hold fast their profession of faith. And they've fallen away, unfortunately. Because again, the devil is after every good thing God has given you in your life. He is after it. He'll stop at nothing to get it because he certainly understands Bible prophecy. And he understands that his time is short short and his time is running out because he knows one thing about God if he doesn't know anything whatever God has said shall come to pass it shall happen my friend if a godly marriage is worth anything to you in this hour then you're going to have to contend for it to keep it in an age of where godly marriage between one man and one woman is daily under assault and under attack if your family is worth it, then contend for them in prayer and intercession. I'm talking about a contending love. And I know I'm talking to somebody today and you feel like you're in a wrestling match. Contending to keep loving that friend or to keep loving that family member or to keep loving that child. It's like you're wrestling just to keep loving them. 
This message of contending for the faith runs all through the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation. Serving God, living by faith, has always required a contending, but this generation has never really known that until now. James chapter 4, verse 7, look what it says here. Submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. 1 Peter 5, 8 and 9, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking, looking for someone to devour. Resist, there's the word again, resist him, standing firm in the faith. Because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. Again, for the first time in, I mean not in all of history, certainly this is not the first plague to come upon the whole earth, but the first time in this modern age, a plague, a single evil, a single uh, test, trouble, attack of the enemy, COVID, sweeping across the world. And, 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 And scripture is telling us, Peter, James, Jude and others that we're going to see resist the devil stand firm in the faith contend for the faith because your family the believers throughout the world they're undergoing the same battle we're in the same fight together and resist here means to stand up together to stand up together Now, I'm tying this all together Ephesians 6 I didn't finish reading I want to pick up in verse 13 Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore. Now, I don't know if maybe you never really understood the word stand that's being used there. To stand means this is the same meaning here, to resist, to, 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 to uh, contend to wrestle against, to stand, to contend. It's a posture of resistance against the enemy. In other words, Peter, Paul is saying in Ephesians, having done all to resist, resist therefore. Having done all to contend, contend therefore. And let's continue in verse 14. Having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take on the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Look at this. Praying with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Supplication. Now, there's a word we don't use every day. There's a word we tend to read over when we see it in Scripture, and it appears several times. Supplication. Part of the meaning of the word supplication means to rush upon with violence. Wow. We see that Paul is exhorting us to use contending prayer. Paul is saying, pray all kinds of prayers with all perseverance and supplication, contending kind of prayer. Man, what a powerful prophetic word Jude started out giving us. I am compelled and I urge you to contend for the faith. Let me give you a little Old Testament example. 
Genesis chapter 32, we find that Jacob, something's happening to Jacob. Now, Jacob was the brother of Esau. Jacob deceived Esau, his brother, and stole his birthright from him. And he had to flee from Jacob, lest, ja lest Esau, because he knew Esau hated him, was going to try to kill him. And he's been, they've been, he's been fleeing from, from Esau for many years now. And then, it's a, then, then we find Jacob has decided he's going to go to his brother Esau and try to make amends and try to repent to him and ask for his forgiveness. And so it says, Jacob was left alone in Genesis 32, 24. And a man wrestled with him till daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower Jacob, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. In other words, he, you know, he walked with a limp from that moment on for the rest of his life. Then the man said, let me go for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. I feel the Holy Ghost. Somebody's going to get a breakthrough right here. The man said, I asked him, what is your name? And he, Jacob, he said. The man said, oh, don't miss this. Your name will no longer be Jacob, a supplanter, a deceiver, a trickster, a schemer, but Israel. Israel means contended with God, wrestled with God, and broke through. He said, your name will be Israel because you have struggled. Look at this. Don't miss it. You've struggled with God and with humans, and you've overcome. Folks, I'm talking about a contending where even you feel like you are contending with God over that need, over that prayer request, over that child over that son over that breakthrough over that healing you are contending even with God continue to contend and God will give you the victory you will overcome hallelujah I believe contending prayer you'll feel like you are struggling even with God as Jacob did I will not let go of you, God, until you answer me in this thing. And look, look what resulted. Jacob, the one who deceived, and he didn't just deceive Esau. He went on to deceive his, his future wife's father. He deceived him. The, the, the deception continued. He deceived him about his lambs and his goats, and his, he made sure his flocks were greater than his father-in-law's flocks, and he continued this deceiving. And God had other plans for Jacob. Jacob walked away from that encounter with his name changed to Israel. You have contended with God and overcome and overcome. He was radically changed, became Israel. The name of the nation that was being formed through Jacob's bloodline. As the 12 sons were born to him, that became the 12 tribes of Israel. At the end of that contending, something supernatural happened to him and he overcame. He was blessed. He was blessed indeed by God. I'm talking about offering God the kind of prayer that costs you something. Many of us remember the immortal words of David when he said, I will not offer the Lord anything 
cost me nothing. There's a contending in this hour. A contending, even in praise, a contending prayer. Isaiah describes it this way in Isaiah chapter 62, verse 6 and 7. I have posted watchmen on your walls, Jerusalem. They will never be silent day or night. You who call on the Lord, give yourselves no rest. Look at this in verse 7. And give him no rest till he establishes Jerusalem and makes her the praise of the earth. Give God no rest. What? Contending night and day in prayer as watchmen for the breakthrough, for the answer, for the healing, for the miracle, for the provision, for the victory. Jesus told us about contending prayer. When the disciples asked him in Luke chapter 18 how, they should, how should we pray, Jesus looked at his disciples and he told them a parable. He said, men should ought always to pray and not give up. And he explains right here in Luke 18, verses 1 through 8, contending prayer. In this story, he said, in a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea, grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused, but finally he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care what people think, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't, even, or so she won't eventually come and attack me. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Those who come with contending prayer. My friend, yeah, I will admit, things used to come a lot easily. Some of you uh, uh, understand what I'm talking about. You pray once or twice, and it came through. You pray once or twice, and it came through. Now we have to find ourselves contending. There's a warfare in the heavenlies like we've never known before because the end of the age is at hand, and the devil knows his time is short, and the wickedness in high places uh, has emboldened itself uh, with all of the various ridiculous laws uh, against men marriage and gender and abortion and on and on and injustice and on and on racial and all this stuff that these these powers these principalities have become emboldened they are mocking God and the people of God but the word says God will not be mocked whatever is being sown is that which is going to be reaped and we have to begin to contend in prayer because Jesus said for the contenders for those contending in prayer day or night God will not keep putting them off. Verse 8, I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. Hallelujah. But he's talking about contending prayer. This is the season we're in now. Contending over those things that used to just prayed once or twice. I had no problem, you know, work. And all of a sudden now, I don't know. I don't, should I come to work? I don't know if I should work. I don't know if we should come. I don't know what to, I don't, I, there, there, there's, if there's not a contending, the devil has come to steal, kill, and destroy everything. Churches are being shut down every day since this virus broke out. There are those that have given in. They've decided to give up. Folks, we're not giving up nor giving in. We are in the fight to the finish line because he, she, 
they that endure to the end shall be saved. We are, our, our warfare is not against flesh and blood. It's not against a physical virus. It's not against science. It's not against uh, medicine. Our warfare is in the spirit. Our victory will come when we break through in the spirit. When we give God no rest day or night. When we are willing to get into a wrestling match. A contending even with God over it. Until he touches and blesses us and changes us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus knew this kind of contending prayer. In Luke 22, Jesus is in the garden. Scriptures tell us and they describe for us the contending prayer where even Jesus began to wrestle with the Father. The contending prayer. Luke 22, verse 41, he withdrew himself about a stone's throw beyond the disciples. He knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. Then an angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. Look at this in the next verse. And being in anguish. Now, that's not a word we use every day either. And there aren't many of us that can really directly relate to being in anguish. Some of us have, I understand that. Being in anguish, deeply grieved, burdened. He prayed even more earnestly. This is contending prayer. So much more earnest and with contending that his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. Wow, what a description of the contending prayer of Jesus. With that anguish, which means agony, distress, uh, to struggle against. Uh, there was a contending going on. And of course Jesus broke through. <laughs> he conquered death, hell, and the grave. The ultimate victory, that's how we're all sitting here today. Redeemed with the hope of heaven in our lives. And I'm asking you, where is anguishing prayer today? Where is contending prayer? Where is this day and night Give him no rest kind of praying for the, from the people of God today. For we're in the final hours of the final days. And we must contend for the faith. You must contend for your faith or risk losing the faith. We must contend with God that his mercy triumphs over judgment. We must contend with God for his healing to triumph over sickness. We must contend with God day and night and giving him no rest until he establishes his will in the earth and his will is done in the earth even as it is in heaven. So my friend, are you, are, are you willing to contend for your blessing or risk losing your blessing? You'll either contend for your joy or you may just lose your joy. You will either contend for your peace or you may just lose your peace. You'll either contend for your health or you may just lose your health. For the devil plays for keeps. I said my enemy, your enemy, he's in this war to win it. He's after your home and all that you hold dear. And if you give him an inch, he'll take a mile. And that's not a good thing. Yes, in this hour, hold fast your profession of faith. Resist the devil. Stand firm. Contend for the faith. Wrestle against Whatever's coming against you today, I always pray, always pray, always pray, and never give up. What are you asking God for today? Then always pray, and never give up. That's what Jesus told us to do, as we just read in Luke chapter 18. 
How bad do you want to be free? How bad do you want to be blessed? How bad do you want to overcome? How valuable is it? Then pray. Pray with contending. Pray with wrestling. Pray, pray with resistance. Pray standing firm and never give up. For I believe the prayer, the contending prayer of the saints of God is the prayer in this hour that is going to press through, break through, push through, and bring the victory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise be to the Lord, my rock, David cried in Psalm 144, verse 1, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. Hallelujah. I can't say enough. We're contending from a position of victory, yes, we're contending not to defeat the devil as he was already defeated at the cross of Jesus Christ. God's word is clear. Jesus came, 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 not is coming, came to destroy the works of the devil. And how does he fight against us? He uses an arsenal of lies, accusations, intimidation to try to deceive us into surrender. I'm getting ready to close. Isaiah 49, verse 24 and 25. Can plunder be taken from warriors or captives be rescued from the fierce? I let that, that has application for all of us. Can the plunder be taken from the devils that have stole it from you? Can the captives... Captive by sin, by hate, by greed, by addiction, be taken from strong warriors. Verse 25, but this is what the Lord says about that. Yes, captives will be taken from warriors and plunders retrieved from the fierce. Look at this. I will contend with those who contend with you and your children I will save. Hallelujah. You see, we're not in this thing alone. We are contending with God for this or for that or for this one or for that one. We are wrestling even with God for the breakthrough. And God says, I will contend with those that are, I will wrestle with those that are wrestling you. I will fight against those that are fighting against you. I will stand up against those who have stood up against you. I will go in and plunder the camp of the enemy and get back for you everything the devil has ever stolen for you if you'll get with me in this fight and contend along with me there is a breakthrough coming like you've never ah like you've never known before hallelujah but there is a contending that is required in this hour Jesus help us so here's the question the Holy Spirit is looking for those. You see, we don't, need, we don't need more explosive power. You know, I call that start with a bang. This is staying power that I'm talking about. Staying power. A strength and a power that comes from a heart that is bigger for prayer. A bigger heart. A contending heart. I want to read just a little bit from a quote I received from a respected minister whose devotionals I get. I'm not naming any names. It's not about who this person was. What he said was powerful. 
And he says this, the African cheetah must run down its prey to eat. It's well suited for the task. However, since it can run at speeds of 70 miles per hour, this magnificent animal has one slight problem. It has a disproportionately small heart, which causes it to tire quickly. If the cheetah doesn't catch its prey quickly, it must end the chase or die. Sadly, many Christians have a similar approach when it comes to prayer. Speeding into their prayer closet with great energy. They demonstrate great fervency and determination. These believers run to a prayer meeting, run to a prayer conference, even climb on a jet and speed to some prayer event somewhere. But lacking the heart for a sustained effort, they often falter before reaching their fullness of time. Many don't make it to full term. They bring to the point of birth but cannot bring forth. On the next prayer assignment, they may even pray harder and faster, only to fall short once again. They don't need explosive power, but staying power. The Holy Spirit is looking for those in this hour who will finish well. Those who have decided they will stand, pray, resist, declare, decree, and I add contend until dot, dot. Let's stand together. I close with this question. Are there any contenders in this room? Will you contend for the promise of God? Well, I truly believe the victories are going to come only for those in this hour who are willing to contend. Not those that pray with a bang and a flash bang, but those who will contend. The staying power. Contending prayer. And we are contending with God. And God said, I will contend against those who contend with you. We are joining God in this. Holy Spirit, in this moment, I pray revelation has come for your people. Lord, it is a contending worship that breaks through a contending praise, a contending prayer, a contending fight. The devil doesn't play. He plays for keeps. He's out to kill and destroy. He knows the hour is about at the stroke of midnight. So Holy Spirit, may a contending fire fall upon us this day. From this day forward. For I believe the breakthrough and the victories will come to those who are contending for the faith, as Jude said, he said, I compel you, I urge you, brothers and sisters, contend for the faith that was handed to you for some, a generation or more ago, for some a long, long time ago, for the salvation that you received a long time ago. Now contend over it in order to keep it. For the devil is after your very salvation, the very hope of Christ inside of you. Contend for the faith. God is contending with you against everything that has stood against you, that, is, that you've been accused of, that stands against you, you and God together contending. Jesus said, contend with him. Give him no rest day or night, and God will answer. He will answer speedily, quickly. Thank you, Father. 
Lord, this is a church that will continue to contend for the faith until Jesus comes again. Touch your people, O God. And we are not contending alone. We're standing together, shoulder to shoulder, arm in arm, hand in hand, moving the cause and the, advancing the line forward, taking enemy territory back in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, yes. Yes. Hallelujah. You've surrounded that that has surrounded me, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is how I fight. This is how I fight. See, there is no time, there is no place anymore in the purpose of God in this hour for any one of His children to stand, to fight, to contend alone. There's no place for that. We need each other like never before. Linked together, heart to heart, in one spirit, in one vision, under one Lord, under one cross, under one banner, in one fight, in one battle, contending together. But see, some of that that I'm contending for is an answer for you. You're contending for something that's an answer for somebody else. We're contending together for the victory even that other people need in their lives. So go in that word. I believe the Holy Spirit's going to continue to make application. Some of y'all are going to need to go back home and listen to it again. You're going to need to share it with somebody. You thought of somebody, man, this is going to change everything for them. Share it, send it, whatever. It's on Facebook. Wherever, once it goes out live, it'll be there at, from 11 a.m. forward. So we want, you to, we want you to use it, draw upon it. I believe it's a word for this church from like this day forward from this day forward. God bless you in Jesus' name. You can be dismissed.